y'all. Welcome back to the last motherfucking episode of the season. I'm Angie. <laughs> this is Judy. And this is Katie. That's right, bitches. We're back for the last episode of the season. And our final finale. Like, there's no more season two, guys. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. Yes. Sorry, we're leaving. Because September is coming around the corner and there's work and everyone's schedule is just getting a little busy. So we're just not quite sure we're going to continue with season two. So, yeah, kind of sad, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a nice ride. Yeah, yeah a, short, a short, short and sweet ride. Yeah, good while it lasted. Actually, surprisingly, it's been like two ten, and a half ten, months. Ten weeks. Yeah, ten weeks was holy, two and a half months. Holy crap. We've been doing this for two and a half months. Every um, week. Yeah. Yeah, editing is just taking way too long. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, though, like at first we were... Doing one episode per person. Yeah, and edit. we would spend like five to eight hours per person More than do, that, doing like, that. Yeah. ten hours. Yeah. yeah, and then we, halfway through the season, we decided, oh, why didn't we just split it in threes and edit and then just put it together yeah and it was a lot easier that way yeah anyways let's just move straight into our last episode today so we decided because we started it off with a question like a q a why don't we end it with a q a the same way you know because i know you guys love these kind of episodes so should we just get started yeah all right so the first one that we have someone asked us dad bod or shredded Ooh. <laughs> wait shredded is like fully like, like abs and pecs like super like wait like super big or like, just super like, no, like low fat content like you see all the defined the muscles, muscles and it's just like those almost juiced, like, out, juiced like, out gym rats i think obviously it's like nice to look at if you're shredded but i think i prefer dad bod to be honest really you actually prefer it i, I think so oh i don't yeah, I don't mind it, and I think I might prefer dad bod. Like, wait, can you just de- can you define what a dad bod is to me? Because I never really know is what it, a I feel dad like bod beer is. belly. Type I thing? feel like yeah, they're more fluffier. <laughs> <laughs> fluffier. Fluff, yeah, but like in what sense? Like just the little belly, and they're more normal everywhere else. Or you mean they're actually kind of chubby? Like I don't like, mind. Okay, like I, what I imagine is like they're a little bit bigger and they're fluffy and they have a bear belly. Like I'm not saying that they're like oversized or like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like I. Just don't want them to look like they're unhealthy. But, like, I, I when I say dad bod, it's, like, I normally I'm associating it with, like, they're they're tall and big. Like, they have a big build, but then they're just a little bit chubbier and have fluffy, like, they're more fluffy. Like, like, they just don't have, like, rock-hard abs, but then they kind of still look normal, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like Gerard Butler has dad bod. Didn't you mention him last time in our Sexual Fantasies podcast? I think so, but he is a good-looking here. Let me, here. I'm sure he has dad bod. Oh, him. <laughs> Angie literally searched up Gerard Butler dad bod. <laughs> Basically, I feel like dad bod is just like, kind of like an like, average. Like that. Oh. Average Joe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like like he is, you know he has like some sort of like big belt underneath, but then he's fluffy and like there's yeah. more extra mm. like Yeah, sometimes when guys it. are too shredded, it's too intimidating and yeah, yeah i feel like when guys are too shredded and because i'm not shredded yeah. <laughs> so it would make me feel more Bless insecure you. i guess yeah. yeah like the the shredded when i when i think of shredded i think of those people who are in those competitions like that. yeah and that lifestyle is just too intense for yeah, me yeah i don't like that yeah. yeah i don't like that at all i mean it's nice to look at it is nice and to obviously look at. i won't object yeah but 
We're still looking at a picture of Gerard Butler's <laughs> dad bod right in front of us while we're talking. We're just speaking as we're like staring at the picture. Yeah, but yeah, I think I prefer dad bod. What do you What do you guys prefer? I like the you know the perfect in between. Like yeah, no, like, no, there is no option of in between. It's or dad bod or, or no, yeah, the or the. Okay, I think obviously we all prefer the like the well built like strong like that look. But then it doesn't say that. It says either shredded like the ones that go to competition or you want a dad bod. Choose one. Okay, but I've also like been with people who have like let's say like a beer belly but they're also like everywhere else is like toned and like i guess kind of shredded it's just they're not completely shredded no that's still not that's dad, still bod, not though, dad bod yeah just choose dad bod or shredded mm. this is just a preference it doesn't mean that you're actually gonna like <laughs> yeah, obviously like, you can go like, for something like okay this is gonna be my favorite drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever i, I say is gonna decision right now yeah whatever i say they're gonna be my future husband. I obviously know you're gonna choose like someone that's well built or like tall or whatever. Not yeah, I mean, not the perfect, one. The yeah, the in between. between. Yeah, but just if you were to choose one, dad bought or shredded. Shredded. Oh, I think I would do shredded. Uh, Judy. Actually, no. I want to take that back. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all the shredded guys out there, you're canceled. <laughs> Oh, oh this, is, this is actually hard. Choose. This was actually kind of an easy question for me. Okay. I was like, dad bod. Actually, though, I, I feel like I would, like, realistically, I feel like I would choose a dad bod over the shredded because, like you said, like, the two shredded ones are, like, it's kind of intimidating. I feel like the two shredded one, I wouldn't want to look at them shirtless for some reason. I feel like I would choose them wearing clothes, if that makes sense. No, but... Like, I don't, uh, I can't explain it. But the thing is, like, sometimes when they're, like, really shredded, they only look like that when they flex. But then when they don't flex, they look like a normal person. Oh, So true. that's, that's why point. I'm like, oh, like, I would probably, actually, yeah, I w- I'll go with shredded. Yeah, then. yeah, now that you say that, I choose shredded, but I'm not opposed to dad bod either. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. I, I just, for me, like, when I think shredded, I normally, I see, okay, it's not obviously all the, always the case. There are people who are, like, just well-built and big already, and they're shredded. But then also, like, I've seen too many, one too many guys <laughs> who are, like, skinny, but then shredded, you know? I don't oh. like that, like... Yeah, yeah but I, that, if you think about it, though, that's just, like, a type of shredded. Like, that's true. I, that's true. I that's probably not wouldn't, all shredded. Yeah, yeah, I want a big built. That's shredded. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I still choose dad. It's okay, babe, I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> So the next question we have, do you think exes can be friends? How fast is too fast for your ex to move on to another girl? What do you guys think? I mean, I feel like if nothing bad happened in the relationship, you definitely can be friends. Like, for example, like my most recent ex, I feel like we certainly can still be friends. But at the beginning, right when we broke up, it was definitely harder to have that relationship right away. But as long as both parties are willing to still stay friends and like are not like petty and salty like that type of personality i feel like you could definitely do that i feel like like katie said definitely yes you can be friends if you guys have the same mutual goal of wanting to be friends but you do need that break especially after you break up to have full closure before you move on yeah because like i think speaking about katie and her ex because they both wanted to still remain friends they tried to right away and it kind of backfired or didn't work out as planned because like it's hard to bounce back to being friends right when you get out of a relationship yeah i definitely agree like you have to 
you guys both have to have a period where you guys are like no contact like you guys don't talk to each other you guys not in each other's lives because that way you're able to like really move on and like heal from the breakup and like be okay because otherwise if you become friends while you're not okay or like not healed or like you haven't moved on it just becomes more messy and like things think i think it gets like complicated because mm-hmm. your feelings are still involved like lingering residual feelings yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah i feel like you definitely need to give each other the space and i did learn like the hard way um because i was more of like the type of person who like oh i can be friends with you right away but like having that break is so important mm-hmm. yeah, just because like they used to be in your daily lives like every single day talking to them all the time but you can't have that like same expectations when you guys decide to be friends that like you guys would talk every single day and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah but okay when they say friends like it's to an extent what do you guys think like you guys can't be, like, close friends or, like, best friends that, that you guys, like, see each other and hang each other almost every single, like, day kind of thing. Like, when you say friends, do you think you can be, like, amicable but where you see each other in, like, a mall or something like that? And you're friendly versus well, actually being close friends. I think the whole, oh, you need a break and have closure thing, it's more if you want to still be in each other's lives afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, after a breakup, it's, like, nothing bad happened. If I saw him at a mall or something, I will still be, like, Hey, friendly. like, what's up? Like, I won't be, like, avoiding him or be like, oh, fuck him. Like, I don't want to talk to him kind of thing. But would you guys, like, go out, like, one-on-one as, like, friends and hang out and, like, be... Because, you know, like, sometimes with your friends, you would go one-on-one and, like, hang out with them and, like, go for lunch, go for dinner and, like, just talk and catch up on each other's lives. Like, would your ex be that kind of friend to you? Could you be From- that close to- with your ex? Obviously, it depends on case to case. I feel like I could see myself doing that with my most recent ex but like for example like my other exes I just don't see that but also like my situation like we had this mutual friends we have a lot of mutual friends and we were in the same group for a long time so because I'm around them as well I feel like I would be comfortable doing that but maybe not like hang out with them every single day but like I wouldn't oppose to like have like a one-on-one sit-down dinner type of thing like I think it really depends if you guys had like a strong friendship foundation before the relationship Mm -hmm. don't you think so yeah like if there was already friendship there you'll be like oh well i still love you as a friend because we started off as friends Mm -hmm. so then you wouldn't want to throw that away whereas like if you started the relationship off with just being in a relationship even if you guys were really like best friends during the relationship you can't really separate that best friendship from your relationship together yeah does that make sense yeah because like Mm -hmm. I know what you mean because it's like, oh, when you become best friends, it's hard to recreate a best friend relationship when you haven't had that best friend out of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How fast is too fast for your ex to move on to another girl, though? Yeah, that's the second part of the question. Mm. Oh, I mean, like, honestly, I'd I'd feel some type of way. No matter when, No matter how long. Yeah. Well, I know. (laughs) I think I agree with that, too. Like, Yeah, obviously, it would be sad, especially, let's say, like, you're the one who's still single and then they move on quicker. Obviously, you're still going to feel that type of way. But you know, like, you're just going to have to stop yourself from feeling like that or taking it too personally because no matter, like, how fast or how quick it's going to be, I feel like this feeling is going to still remain the same. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do think, like, maybe if it's, like, two to five, five six months after your relationship, I'd, that, that's kind of hurt. Like, I'd be like, yo. That's pretty, that's, like, that's, normal, though, yeah. isn't it? Really? Two to five, six months. That's- oh. Guys, that's hurt. Okay, obviously, obviously it hurts. But like, if I think about it too, like my relationship right before my most recent ex, I did 
yeah. feel that the relationship ended so long ago and we technically got together within like not even a month like or started talking not even within a month so I feel like it really depends on how your relationship ended like if it was really bad terms or if you felt like the relationship should have ended a lot um, earlier then I feel like it's okay but mm-hmm. I don't know obviously it's case by case and like you can't control like your feelings for somebody else two months I'd be hurt three months I'd be hurt well regardless I, w- I would be hurt no as in like okay maybe at seven eight eight months I'd be like okay that's understandable like obviously people move on like you like, can't get, get mad over. about it yeah you can't get mad about yeah. it but like from two to five six months I'd be like the fuck yeah, yeah I feel like, like six months is kind of like a good good time period that you kind of can't be mad I feel like though when you let's say you know how as girls if you break up with your boyfriend and then you're obviously like checking up on them and seeing what they're up to kind of thing mm-hmm. and you are like oh it seems like he's talking to this girl or blah 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 it could just be their coping mechanism of how they're dealing with the breakup like oh they're a dude they want to go out and try to be single and like have fun but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean they moved on from you that's but true. then the girl might take it as the thing like oh wow he moved on so fast because that's all they see yeah exactly that's how you see and how you perceive it whereas to them it might not be anything it might just be like a hookup or they're just doing it to distract themselves from thinking about you kind of thing that's true yeah, yeah that's technically true. like what do you mean by moving on like actually getting into a relationship or yeah. you mean yeah. like getting actually into hooking a, up mm-hmm. no i'd say getting getting into yeah. a relationship so would you feel different if it was a hookup versus they got into a relationship well i, w- I wouldn't know the difference right we're not in contact anymore so i'll just see no, it but like, what, if, what if you knew knew exactly what was going on would you still feel the same way about a hookup even though you know it's meaningless and they're just trying to fuck wait do i know that he's trying to get over me by hooking up no the scenario is you just fuck somebody after you guys broke up after you guys broke up and then my friends tell me oh it's just meaningless but they don't tell me that he was trying to like no they you just know that he fucked you don't know the yeah that'd be crazy i'd be like yo he's moving on like (laughs) he's another girl he's a girlfriend already (laughs) yeah i'd be crazy really i mean i'd be hurt but I i don't know i'm only speaking from what i would think i would do i don't know i don't know like obviously i would be hurt hearing that but at the same time it really depends on what i'm doing too because if i'm also doing the same i can't be hurt yeah okay, okay obviously i can't do anything about it either but i'd be hurt mm-hmm. and i'd be like i'd be like going crazy like the fuck yeah yeah anyways end of story end That's of story exactly yes how most girls would feel i i feel like mm-hmm. okay so next question um any arguments between you three that almost ruined the friendship not that i can remember can you guys remember anything yeah i don't think any like big gigantic arguments that were like oh like we're almost not gonna be friends anymore but there has been times where let's say like in our last episode when we talked about the effort thing like not putting in effort but it wasn't like a big fight it was just like a conversation we needed to have to remind each other of like the expectations that we have for each other yeah because whenever we do get into little quarrels or whatever you'd like to call it it's not like ending or make or break the friendship it's more Mm -hmm. like oh we've identified this problem and let's talk about it so we can fix it and resume back to how we were like it's never like the friendship's over yeah the friendship's coming to an end Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, the next question, what's the biggest lie you've ever told your parents? Hmm, I can probably go first for that. I have a couple, actually. Like, they're... 
I don't really know which one would be the biggest, but I guess one of them would be hiding my boyfriend from my mom, like the relationship from my mom. And what's so funny is how she found out. Basically, my grandma was visiting from Vietnam and usually when they come, they they stay here for like six months to a year, right? And she was just cleaning my room and I had this like big picture frame of like me and my ex like kissing during prom and he like (laughs) gifted it to me like as part of like one of our anniversary presents right so I can like I guess display it in my room but obviously I ain't gonna because my mom's super strict back then and she didn't know about him yeah she didn't know about him but basically my grandma was cleaning my room and she found it in one of my cupboards but she thought it was a picture of my mom (laughs) and my like and my like dad I guess like just to note Katie's xx is not even asian <laughs> he's half white he's yeah he's light skin he's yeah. light skin <laughs> <laughs> but like it was like a profile oh okay, view. Okay, so, like okay. we were kissing like do you remember that photo yeah so we were <laughs> we were kissing so obviously our faces is not really in it like it's just a profile view of our faces but she thought it was a picture of my mom and dad kissing like on their, their wedding. wedding day or something oh, your dress was white yeah, too. yeah. Was from from dress was white <laughs> yeah and then she fucking puts it in my mom's room <laughs> She puts it on her bed. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, she left it on her bed thinking it was my mom's picture and was like, oh, like, why does Katie have it? And then my mom, like, I was out at this time, okay? So I get a text message. I was out with friends. I get a text message. My mom takes a picture of the picture. Oh, my God. And she was like, like, what is this? Like, who is this? And I didn't even, obviously, I just, what what was I going to say? So, so I literally was just like, Oh, like, um... How long into the relationship was it until she found out? Was like, like, a year and a half. Year. Yeah. Like, a year and a half, yeah, basically. Exactly. And I just had to, like, confess everything, and it was just so freaking awkward. But, like, I was like, where the hell did she get that? Because around that time, too, she... My mom never really... Like, she stopped going through my stuff, and, like, she trusted me more, right? Mm-hmm. But, like... Your grandma. <laughs> my fucking grandma, man. My grandma. But, yeah. That was probably one of the biggest lies that I kept from my mom for the longest time, but then I've also lied to her about, like, like going on weekend trips by actually, like, sleep over my significant other's, like, place for the weekend or, like, stuff like that. But, I mean, who else doesn't lie about that when they're in high school? How about you, uh, Angie and Judy? To be honest, I lie to my mom all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they're all, like, usually, like, white lies. Like, there's nothing, like, super dramatic. It's just because my mom is freaking crazy and she does not, like let me go out and she, she's super strict so i just like lie about where i'm going or like who i'm with type mm-hmm. of thing like oh i'm just going like i'm going to practice when i'm like actually going somewhere or i, yeah. I don't know like i'm just like it's like white lies i never it's like a huge lie that i would yeah. like when you're like partying but you just tell her you're like oh, chilling yeah. at someone's house type yeah. of thing yeah, yeah exactly do you get do you guys think if you were parents you would know your kids are lying, but you just don't want to call them out. You're like, I fucking know what you're doing, but I mean, I'm just not going to say it. That's what my mom does. So she knows, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, she does. <laughs> I mean, considering how much I lied, like, especially back in high school and, like, first couple years of university, I would definitely know with my kids. Especially if she knew you were in a relationship already, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. when you're not coming home, it's like obviously she's yeah. at her boyfriend's house i mean i wouldn't have to lie if she would just like let me out type of yeah. thing you know like she's just true. like that's exactly why like i don't lie that much to my mom because she's more chill so i can be transparent with her yeah and you can tell her like yeah. where you're going and like you're going out all the time yeah, she exactly. doesn't care but like my mom like yeah another mm-hmm. story i can't go out and so i have to lie to go out you mm-hmm. know 
Because with her, like, she's always told me, i rather you tell me the truth than lie. Because if it's the truth, at least she can, like, understand and be more open about it. But if you lie and she catches you lying, then... It's more like a betrayal. Yeah, it's a betrayal and she'll be more strict and, like, oh, why do you have to lie about that? If it's such a small thing, like, oh, I'm going out to eat with my friends. Mm -hmm. Why do you have to lie about that? Like, what are you doing with your friends? Like, must be doing bad things for you to be lying kind of thing, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. That is kind of true, but Mm -hmm. it's like... Just let me go out then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've actually, now that I have a much more open relationship with my mom, like, I, I'm able to talk to her about, like, boys, and I actually, like, she knows I smoke weed and shit now, so we talked about that. Like, even yesterday, I was having, like, a long-ass conversation about everything, like, just my life in general with her, and, like, I didn't feel like I needed to lie about anything. Like, she just mm-hmm. knew exactly what I was doing, and I would want that relationship with my, like, daughter or yeah. son in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would want that, too. I want that with my mom right now, too, but she's so just not open-minded. Yeah. Like, I've tried... More ha- traditional. Ha- yeah, like, I've tried having conversations with her, but she just doesn't understand, or she's not open to, like, changing or, like, trying to understand, like, my, my side. Mm-hmm. Do you have a bigger, biggest lie, Judy? I I was reading this question earlier and I was like trying to think about the last time I did tell my mom a lie and basically during quarantine I wanted to experiment with shrooms so then like I got like an ounce off of my friend right and then I had that ounce of shrooms in my piano room so then it was like in a cupboard and I didn't think my mom would go through my stuff. But then one day... So it was like sitting in that cupboard for maybe three weeks. And I didn't care to put it away, I guess, which was stupid of me. But then one day when I came home and then I was checking up on it, it was gone. So then I went to my mom in the living room and I asked her, I was like, Mom, did you throw something out from the piano room? And then at this point, she has like a facial mask on too so she's just like looking at me with like those cat ears and she's just like no what are you talking about and like knowing my mom she loves being that i don't know like she likes to catch me in my lies so she manipulates me into telling the truth she's like oh no what are you talking about what are you gonna say i remember a time when um you were out studying and you went to the washroom and you left your laptop unattended and your mom like i don't know she knew or she came in and took your laptop and like just like she just left yeah, right? no, 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 no. So that was when, okay, side story. That was when I first got my MacBook. And then, I don't know, I was just very naive and still up to this day, I'm not very careful with my things. So I went to the washroom and I left the laptop there unattended. And I guess she came to visit me at that time and she took the laptop. So when I came back from the washroom, it was gone. And I was like running around the store asking all the employees, like, where's my laptop? Where's my laptop? Where's my laptop? And no one said anything. And then when I finally, like, finished freaking out, I saw her sitting in the corner of the store <laughs> watching me <laughs> hugging the laptop. Yeah. And everyone, like, all the employees were already looking at her. Like, they had a feeling it was her, but they didn't say anything. Yeah. And she was trying to teach me a lesson, like, oh, this is why you don't leave your stuff around, blah, blah, blah. So my mom, like, if she's mad at you, she'll never be, like, straight up just yelling at you, like how Angie's mom is. She'll... Be really passive about it. Oh, my mom is not straight up. Okay, she's either straight up yelling at me or she's yeah. giving me the silent treatment. There's okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she no, will no never. Between. Yeah, there's no, there's no communication. There's no talking. It's either straight up yelling, yeah. and then after the yelling, it's silent treatment, or it's just straight silent treatment. Honestly, I prefer that though. I don't like when people are passive like that. I'd rather you just be straight up with me. But anyways, that's kind of some context on why I was iffy and I didn't believe her when she said she didn't throw out the shrooms. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, okay, and I didn't want to expose myself so i went back to the piano room i checked everywhere i checked my room after and i go back to her and i was like mom are you sure you didn't throw anything and then she was like 
what? What did I throw out? Tell me, like, tell me now. Like, what did I throw out? Is it important? I'm like, are you sure? So I go back to check one more time, and then it definitely wasn't there. And I was like, this lady obviously threw it out, and she's trying to get me to con- confess to my sins or whatever. Like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, mom, seriously, did you throw it out? She's like, and she took off her mask at this point. And she's like, <laughs> and she looks so concerned. She's like, what did I throw out? Like, can you please tell me? I'm like, it's a bag of mushrooms and she's like oh it's in the trash you're such a dirty girl you left the mushroom and it all molded and then like um like it's went bad now i threw it out like why why do you need it because she didn't know what the shrooms were oh so she thought it was just regular mushrooms yeah. that were moldy and i left it in the cabinet <laughs> yeah so she's like you're so dirty i threw it in the garbage and then <laughs> you're just like oh yeah sorry i just it was a midnight After, snack <laughs> she was, and she was like why why do you need it i'm like they're drugs. <laughs> Are you confessing? Uh, but no, no. So I was like, they're drugs. She's like, what? What drugs? And then um, she basically, I was like, I was like, oh, it's for my friends. Like they got it off someone, and it's like really expensive. So then we went to the trash can to retrieve my fucking drugs together. <laughs> Did she believe that it was your friends? Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> so like she's just like, don't do that stuff because I hear people die on it yeah. and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, mom, I would never do that stuff. <laughs> Mom, never. She's like, no, seriously, never do it. I'm like, I would never. never. <laughs> does it never, Do- Does mom. it the next weekend? <laughs> yeah, but th- that's basically my story. But it's not like a huge lie, though. It's just, it's like a harmless lie, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just yeah. don't want her to worry. Yeah, never. Yeah, <laughs> never. Okay. All right, should we move on to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. So the next one we have is, heard you talking about it a bit in a past episode. Is quirting a pleasurable thing? Is it something my partner and I should be trying to do? Let's have the squirter come on. Oh my god! And, you. and, and speak about her experiences. <laughs> introducing Angie Wong. <laughs> Everyone, give her a round of applause. Oh my god! Um, I honestly don't even like squirting. Like it's so embarrassing. Like I, I get so embarrassed from it because honestly, it's like it feels like I'm peeing. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're holding in the pee for so long and you're finally releasing your you pee. You the bubble. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, like... And, like, just... I hate it because it's so messy. And yeah. then, like, the water... Like, all the, the, the juices, they, like, go into your butt oh. crack. And, like, everything is oh, just... Oh, God. It's just so gross. Like, I don't like it. But, so, like, is it pleasurable for you? Like, does it feel good? Or is mm-hmm. it just the aftermath that you don't like? No, I'm just like, stop. I don't want to pee. So as you're squirting, you're like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's exactly how I am. Like, no, no, I don't want to pee. I don't want to pee. Wait, if you know you're like a squirter, when, before you guys have sex, do you prepare for it? Like, you put towels over it and you're, you know. Yeah, that, well, there is like towels down to, on the bed. But like, still, like, I don't like it going through my butt crack. <laughs> it's just like, I really don't like having like... Like, it's just gross and it's, like, slimy and wet all over down there. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, no. No, thank you. I feel like this person, whoever's asking, saying, is it something my partner and I should be trying to do? I don't think you should be trying to aim to squirt or whatsoever. Like, yes, you can experiment and see if you like it. But there are so many other things that you can try that can spice up your yeah, sex life, you know? I agree. Like, no one, you don't have to squirt. Like, no one, it's not a thing that you have to do type of thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think it also depends on the girl. Like, yeah. if she even has the ability to, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently, like, guys think it's, like, really hard. Yeah, but, apparently. But, like, for girls, I don't know. It is, like, kind of uncomfortable. You know why guys think it's hot? 
it's like, it's like an award like oh i like, fucking made you do that kind yeah, of yeah. yeah yeah probably yeah. like it's honestly like just probably seeing the girl being pleasured and knowing like he made that happen yeah because normally sometimes like let's say when you finish it doesn't completely like show mm-hmm. if that makes sense but yeah yeah it's kind of like when a girl makes a guy come like you feel accomplished mm-hmm. type of thing oh yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay next question okay next question is does dick size matter no it's how you work it yes <laughs> completed my sentence yeah. i don't know i feel like for me the most pleasurable like sex experience that i had was probably actually one of the smaller size <laughs> smaller size penis yeah compared to like i've had like sex with guys with like really huge penises but <laughs> honestly like if you don't know how to work it it just hurts it just hurts and it's just it's not pleasurable at all what about girth though do you guys think girth matters more than length i think so yeah honestly i think so because if it's like a stick then honestly it doesn't really feel that great yeah i agree yeah and like honestly if you have let's say like a smaller than average penis size or something it's honestly just what you do to compensate for that as well so like there's so many different ways that you can pleasure a girl Mm -hmm. it's not just all about the penetration during sex it's like a whole experience you know what i mean yeah like lap her in the face put her eat her out yeah like like, pinch her fucking nipples i don't know like (laughs) do you guys like that by the way no some people like it apparently it that's where they get their that's how they get turned Aroused. on. I have a friend who said, oh, like, whenever my boyfriend sucks on my nipples, I get so turned on. But when, like, Peter is sucking, I'm like, Ew. stop fucking sucking on it. Yeah, like, it's, I don't, it's so it's, sensitive. Like, oh, really? I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, you Only like during it? sex. Only when it's, like, really in the moment, I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking do it. But then when it's, like, just casually and he's trying to, like, play with my nipples, I'm like, stop fucking touching it. Yeah, I get so irritated, too. Yeah, like, I don't like that mm, feeling. It's yeah. so... Like, don't touch it. Yes. I don't mind if they're, like, touching it or sucking on it, but I don't like it when they're, like, biting it uh yeah no next question who would survive better in an apocalypse let me just say first i'm gonna (laughs) fucking die first okay there's no question in that so the question is just is it angie or katie who do you think okay let me try to to rationalize here i think (laughs) <laughs> they're both like smiling like pick me pick me <laughs> i feel like i'm more handy how about can you guys give me some reasons why i should choose you <laughs> what what is this some sort of competition yeah it's a competition now i'm listening i don't know especially knowing how angie doesn't like like scary shit too i feel like she would just want to like end her life and not have oh, to survive sorry, apocalypse is not like stranded on an island right it's like literally dying like, isn't it kind of like a zombie like apocalypse? oh would you guys actually try to survive Honestly, I... now that I think of it, I don't know if I would want to survive. If... Yeah, so scary. Okay, fine. Let's do stranded on an island. Stranded on an island? Yeah. Stranded on an island. Is that an apocalypse? No, apocalypse. no, but like just surviving, I guess. Survival skills. Because I think we would all die in an apocalypse anyways. I feel like I would actually be pretty good at surviving. I can see that. I you're. I can see that. How about me? I feel like I would be good at improvising. I feel like Katie has the handy skills but i also feel like angie has the level-headed mindset to survive as well i can see you guys both having the skills to survive if i think about it too like for example if we're using the stranded on the island thing and i'm trying to figure out what can i eat Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be able to eat like bugs and stuff like that shit doesn't 
sit well with me Mm -hmm. but like i feel like i can build Build shelter like build shelter build a fire or like get fish or something but in terms of like actually being in that situation and maybe Angie would have a better like or like a stronger mindset to be put through that if that makes sense yeah I think that that's what it is I think like you are definitely like able to try to adapt to it and everything like that but I feel like for me I would even though you would last longer I'm like tough like I, like my my head is like I could yeah like, I would last longer because mm-hmm. Even if I'm, like, in dirt or, like, that kind of stuff. For some reason, like, my body is pretty healthy in a way that, like, I'm, I barely get sick. Like, I can, like, survive. Like, I can withstand harsh conditions type of thing. No matter how bad it gets there, I feel like I can still survive in the end. Even though I'm, like, oh, like, how? Like, that kind of stuff. Like, I think I'd still be, like, alive. Yeah, I feel like I am pretty weak-minded in that sense. Like, if I was put into, like, a situation like that, yeah. I would be, like, fuck it. Like, I'll just kill myself so I don't have to <laughs> go through this anymore. But I feel like you would still push yourself. Yeah. So that's yeah, one so- Standing is me. Yes. <laughs> True. I'd be dead long, long, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can't imagine myself surviving. But when it comes down to it, like like when I'm in the situation, I'll try to use my head to think. But yeah. I, just knowing me, yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like we would just be more miserable. But I feel yeah. like we can still. Do yeah, it. like I can do it, but I just. Wouldn't we we like wouldn't it. want to. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't like it. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so the next question is prioritize your husband, parent, and children and like basically rank them from which one is the most important to the least important. One, two, three. That's a toughie. Obviously, children first, but then I'm torn between husband and parent. I'm exactly on the same boat as you, Katie. I'm probably husband and parents. I, I think I feel very, like, heartless saying that and, like, no remorse type of thing, but maybe... maybe Angie's mom's just in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe my opinion might change later down the line when I do become closer with my mom, but as of right now, like, like I don't have the best relationship with my mom. I'm not that close with her, although I would like to be, but it's just really, um, it's hard. It's really difficult with her right now. And that's totally understandable, Angie. You don't have to feel bad about that like oh, but I, f- I do feel bad because like there's so many people out there who are like oh i love my parents i love them and like they're number one they do so much which she has done a lot for me because like she's a single mom and everything so she has done a lot and i feel like i should be like oh super loving and like oh my god thank you so much for doing all this and i don't feel that way so it's kind of like oh like you just sorry. Sort of, like resent her a little bit as of right now i think right this struggle has always been like constant you know maybe not as often as like right now but it's always been there but yeah feels bad sorry yeah, I would say children first, and then I, I'm not going to choose that. Because I think in the future, regardless, you can prioritize them in the same level, but by doing different things. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I, know, what, I know what you mean. Like, I, I can things. feel, yeah, I can feel the same level of love towards my Ooh. mom or my husband. Mm-hmm. But just because, let's say, I'm spending more time with my husband doesn't mean I'm... Like you're feeling any less. That's for my mom, yeah. exactly. So, like, it's not really fair to be like, oh, they're ahead of you kind of thing. Mm. And, but- like, this question is just forcing me to choose it. And, like, I feel like that that's never going to be the case anyway. So I don't want to have to. I don't know. Because I just feel so bad because I do have a good relationship with my mom. And, like, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to be putting you last or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I would be on the same boat as you. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't know what to choose because obviously if I'm thinking like in my life right now, I don't have a husband. So like obviously my mom, (laughs) but like when it comes down to it, obviously your husband's your like partner and like your go to, but your parent has also been there for you like all your life and you wouldn't be who you are without them. So wait, Angie, what? 
isn't that what happened with between your dad and your mom like that's exactly the scenario right yeah so basically he chose his mom over his wife type of thing and then obviously ended in divorce so i feel like there has to be a balance i I do agree like there should be a balance between your partner for life or your parents Uh and then i guess like okay like what if they were in a fight your your husband and your mom okay well i feel like because we're pretty rational then i would side with whoever i actually like believe is right but i wouldn't just like bash on the other person but i would just try to mediate and make them see it from mm-hmm. the Be other person yeah no but what if it's uh, a power, power battle like a power struggle uh. you know like your parent is trying to put your husband in place because like oh this is like you know what i mean like the power struggle i feel like you know what what that is though i feel like that'd be a harder question for boys to answer because it's usually the wife and the mom oh, who yeah, fight. I yeah. can't see my husband and my mom trying to fight for that's the true. power. Yeah, though. that's true. You're right. So that's good. That's good that we don't have that issue. Uh, true. Yeah. And it's good we don't have dads because it will be yeah, dads. We don't have dads either. <laughs> yeah. my dad, I don't need to get my dad's approval. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> One less parent to worry about. Yes. We read this question ahead of time and then they were both really intrigued of knowing what my answer is i don't know why what why i don't know because i really don't know you could be on either end because sometimes you surprise me you'll be like oh i do like that and i'm like what yeah you just like, like that freaking dad boy? guy that yeah. she just recently said oh, thinking we, which, which guy we would think he's super hot but he's not oh, oh yeah oh gosh you guys i we are opposite yeah i oh don't think I could see myself being with a bald man. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean I don't find any bald men attractive. Like, there are some that can rock it and do look good, but I can't see myself dating a bald man. I mean, for me, I'm pretty open. So if they can rock it and, like, I'm in love with them, then obviously I feel like I'll be fine. Like, I'm not opposed just because, like, oh, you're bald, I'm not going to talk to you or give you the time of day. Okay, yeah, I know. Like, I'm not like that, but... I don't know. I don't think I'm, like, opposed. Have you seen any really hot, bald men, though? Yes. Really? I haven't. That's why. Oh. I haven't seen any, like, really attractive But you're also, like, not really into non-Asians. Yeah. Right? And I don't think Asians can rock bald. Yeah. No offense. Honestly, (laughs) Asian guys can usually not rock the bald Mm -hmm. haircut. Maybe buzz cut to the max, but, like, not uh, bald. Mm. All right, Angie. Yes. What about Wait, you? Let's guess. No, let's guess. Let's guess. Yeah. What are you, you guys are guessing, right? I'm guessing she. I feel like she would. I feel like she would. Wait. I would what? Date one? That's uh no. I feel or, like you're probably you're on the same open. page as me. Like you'll you wouldn't date one, but yeah. you will acknowledge that they're good looking. Oh. oh. I think the opposite. So you think I would not date one? No, I think you would oh. date one. Oh. I feel like it wouldn't like stop you if you have that connection or something, but. I don't know. Okay, dun 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 dun. Let's hear Angie's answer. Yeah, what's wrong with bald men? <laughs> what? Exactly. What's wrong with it? I, I I do like the second part of the question says, is there a general consensus of the way women feel about bald men? And I feel like for some reason there is like a negative like connotation, right? Yeah, like there's a negative feeling towards people who are bald, but like what's wrong with them? It's genetic. Some of them just can't grow hair or some of them are just like bald easily, right? Yeah. Well, I'm I, not judging bald men. Well, yeah, well, yeah obviously. obviously. But it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from either. Yeah, like there's some, like there's guys who can rock the bald look and like normally, actually no, normally whenever I see someone who's bald, they just, they look normal. They look fine to me. Like that, they just look like they're supposed to be bald. 
you know yeah and it's totally fine like if and like if i find them attractive i find them attractive you know like some of them are attractive there's never someone that i saw who was bald and i was like oh that does not look good on you yeah, <laughs> like, can you search up a bald guy right now because i have not seen any good looking bald men in my life yet no one comes to or, me or the guy in fast and furious Oh, Vin Diesel. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, Vin Diesel's hot. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, okay. I, don't, I can't Honestly, see him with hair. God damn. Yeah, I still can't imagine myself. Da- okay, but then it's again what Katie said. Like, I feel like most bald men are Caucasian or like non-Asian. And I only see myself dating Asians. Yeah. That's why, I think. That makes yeah. sense. Because Vin, Di- Vin Diesel is really hot. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But that comes with his badass personality, though. Yeah, but true. honestly, I do feel like most bald guys are like badass. Yeah, they have that badass. That's very true. That's very type true. Of personality, you know, yeah. with tattoos and stuff. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Katie and her tattoos. <laughs> oh, that kind of leads right into our second question. Oh, well, have you had sex with white dudes, or are you always keeping it Asian? I think I would also associate this with like, oh, are you willing to date white dudes, or are you always keeping it Asian? Mm-hmm. So we already know Judy's answer. She's she's probably gonna. Uh, date asians yeah well i mean i have dated like uh like a half white half black guy before but then i don't know i feel like again it's just like a cultural thing that i mesh more with people who are asian but then again i feel like i dated that guy specifically because he was more asian washed and he was surrounded with a bunch of asians that's why it worked out but then i don't know i'm not being racist or anything just like no, it's what, just what I, what I am compatible with, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know these two are into a lot of other types, so. No, what, what, are, you? what are you talking about? Yeah, Angie? I, really? Oh, yeah. well, she used to. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. Angie used to think white guys are really hot and stuff, but I don't think Angie would date one now. Yeah. Yeah, like, after oh. my experience dating, like, my, my ex was Asian. But, like, after that experience with him, I realized, like, oh, like, I think I really just like dating Asians. Just because culture-wise and like, getting to know your family and like mm-hmm. it's just like a lot easier. So it's like no language barrier because my mom doesn't speak English whatsoever. So yeah, like I do prefer to like date Asians. But I don't know, maybe like I might surprise you guys. Like yeah, maybe like, who knows? Who right? knows? Like yeah. we don't know what might happen. Yeah, I mean if we'll the see. right one comes oh. along, then like yeah. just because you're saying you're not going to date a, a non-Asian. A non-Asian doesn't mean you're actually going to follow through, right? Yeah. I feel like Katie is the most open one out of all of us though. Yeah, if I think about, like, my past relationships or the past guys that I've seen, even the ones that are Asian are actually very whitewashed. Yeah. But yeah. I guess if you're talking about just looks, honestly, I'm open to, like, anything, basically. Okay, so the next question we have is, I'm going into university in September, and I'm not sure if I chose the right major. How did you guys decide which path to take, and do you have any regrets? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I do. I wish I didn't take the... And do my degree, the one I did, just because I really hated it and it was not like I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I think like I thought like chem was gonna be like oh like what high school chem is, but it's a whole like a whole monster. Dif- yeah, like you, you had no idea. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, so I definitely regret doing that. And I didn't even like it. And what I liked about chem was O chem, and that's only ten percent of what chem was really about. If most of the chem courses I took was probably old chem. I would think I would have enjoyed it and liked it a lot more. And who knows, maybe if I, was, like, if I really liked it that much and I was good at it, then maybe I could have done my master's or something like that. But, but because it was literally, I only needed three old chem courses. And that was it. No, it was two old chem courses. And then I took the third one on by choice by myself. So yeah, it was not a good time. Yeah, how about you guys? For me, to be completely honest, all of high school, I actually wanted to get into kinesiology. And then it wasn't until I think grade 
12 where I was taking more business type courses and I figured out that that was kind of like more up my alley and what I was more interested in. So I decided to go with business. But in terms of how did I decide what to specialize in business, I actually didn't know until after a couple of semesters because it wasn't until I started taking like more like marketing type of classes and like doing presentations and stuff like that and like I guess from my like past work experiences I realized that I like client facing and like talking to people and like building that type of relationship so I honestly figured it out yeah along the way like it kind of just stuck with me or I figured it out by seeing what I was good at and that's how I kind of like chose what path to go through and like obviously if it didn't work out then I would have chose something else but like so far it's been looking good so I think I chose the right path yeah, but, I think you did. But how yeah. about you, Judy? Um, for high school, I think going up all the way until grade 12, I actually planned all my courses so that I would become a pharmacist and go into sciences. But then during grade 12, I was like, oh, I don't want to go into sciences anymore. I want to be a music therapist. So then I applied and auditioned at CapU because CapU was the only university that had the music therapy program but then I also auditioned for like UBC music and had arts as my second choice and at this point I didn't think business was my thing at all even though I liked in high school like Katie said I never thought oh this is something I'm gonna pursue so then I got into UBC music but then last minute before the semester started I was like wait no I can't have a future with this like I'm not gonna be just a pianist and like performing music like I'm not going to make money with that, even though I'm sure people do. But I just wanted to be more practical with my plan. So I decided, OK, I'm going to go into arts, which is my second option, and then transfer into business because business is where there's more opportunities. And I feel like I can find something in business. And then when I did transfer into solder, I was like, for sure, I'll, I'm going to be an HR person or marketing because I felt like that was what I was probably going to be good at, like more qualitative courses but then when I took those courses I was like this is so fucking boring like I hate it I hate learning about this and then when I took my accounting courses which were all like my quantitative courses I really liked it and I was good at it so and it wasn't like oh because I was good at it I chose it it was more like I actually enjoyed it and found it interesting so that's how I chose accounting Mm -hmm. but long story short even though I spent four years doing that I don't have any regrets if that's what you're asking if I have any regrets because even if it's not what I'm doing now and I didn't use my degree to go towards my career I felt like I gained a lot of business acumen through going into like a business school and like just meeting people and knowing how to interact and I don't be professional so yeah I think I was talking to Angie about this yesterday and I was like oh when you got into chem did you have any plans of not knowing what you want to do with your degree? Because we were talking about how she could have gone through so many different types of degrees to get a job. But she was like, no, I didn't. Because at the moment, she thought that she liked it and she just jumped into it. And my advice is really plan it out if you are not sure. Yeah, Judy and I are talking and I basically, I did like chem, but I didn't really know what it really entailed. I originally also was wanting to go into kin. 
because like all like most people who play sports and like they're athletes mm-hmm. they, they typically they go into kin yeah and the reason why i didn't choose kin was because i didn't want to be like everybody else just going into kin very typical and she like, didn't want to be a basic bitch yeah so i was like you know i'm gonna just do something different and i really liked cam so let me just do this but i didn't know what i was getting myself into so i do regret my choice like i think i would have been so much more happier and like i think i would have enjoyed kin a lot more in the sense that i would probably be considering doing like my master's and going to pe- like physiotherapy or like some sort of some sort of other form of education yeah form of education that will allow me to actually get a job i was also talking about how my first year i did criminology like all criminology courses thinking that i'd become like a cop or something in the future which i changed my mind like a year afterwards but when i took a psych two psych courses in my first year i really enjoyed it a lot and i was like oh this is actually really interesting and i wanted to become like a psychiatrist but then i didn't go into that because I was like, you know what? I didn't really want to be working with like sociopaths and I didn't want to get to know like their thinking and like the dark mind, right? Yeah. And that was what scared me. So that kind of stopped me from doing it. But like thinking about it right now, like that is what I'm interested in. Like I, I want to know the human mind and I want to get mm-hmm. to know like how the brain works. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, I had all these options. Yeah, I chose chem. And just like do your research and take the route that you're passionate about. Like if you like it, I think you'll enjoy it. And then it will allow you to further like really work hard and put more effort into it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you're going to want to do something that doesn't feel like it's work. Yeah. Like you want to find a profession or an industry or whatnot that you really enjoy doing. Yeah, like, don't settle for something just because it's stable or it seems like, oh, that's the right thing to choose because everyone's choosing and it seems like the good choice. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to be good at it, even if you're forcing yourself. And, like, every living moment of your life, you're going to be dreading going to work and doing whatever job that is. Whereas if you choose something you're passionate about, let's say, like, I did go into music, right? I love it so much and I'd be working so hard at it that I'd eventually probably find a way because mm-hmm. you're willing to work towards it yeah. so yeah just yeah. use me as an example and don't be like me yeah but then again like you don't have to have it figured out right when you're going into university yeah because there are so many people who change degrees and even when i was talking to angie yesterday i was like well if you go back to school right now it'll just be another four or five years whereas if you don't and you settle for any job that you can get with your chem degree then you're going to be suffering or like not enjoying your life for like the next 20 ish years right so yeah a few years it's like whatever yeah okay moving on next question is have you been catfished i've been catfished this time i'd like to call katie fam up to the stage (laughs) i have not been catfished but i've been hatfished yes oh my god this was probably one of the worst days of my life (laughs) would you actually say that's one of your worst days of your life yeah honestly probably the worst decision i've ever made basically I just hooked up with a guy, and when he took off his hat, <laughs> oh, God. And she was, it was in a dark setting when she saw this guy, too. So then even when she was like, Judy, is he cute? We're like, both so drunk. And I was like, I think so. And then when she told me the next day that he was so bad, it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah, It's not even that he, like, looked that bad. It was just, like, everything else that involved him was just bad. So, <laughs> so yeah, just uh, don't get hatfish, but calling somebody else out angie angie has on the stage (laughs) do you want to tell them about your experience yeah there's this like one guy that i was like oh is he cute is he not cute i couldn't tell because he had sunglasses on and the sunglasses were so big 
Like, he, it basically covered most of his face. And I was like, I can't tell if this guy is cute or not. And, like, to this day, I don't know if he's still cute or not. But, like, uh, we might have made out. With his sunglasses on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just like, oh, don't but know if this guy. Yeah, I don't know if this guy is good looking or not. But, yeah, that was it. But I also thought this guy at the gym was really cute. And he had a hat on as well. And, like, every single time I see him at the gym, I was like, oh, he's so cute. And he had a really nice body, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder how he really looks like. And then one day, I didn't even know this was him. But he didn't, he didn't wear <laughs> you his... recognize the body? No, no, no. Yeah. He, I didn't know this was him. He took his hat off when I was at the gym. I, like, recognized the body. I'm like, can't be him. Like, is it him? And then it turned out it was him. And, oh, my God. It was not cute under. Oh, so, my yeah. God. Honestly, though, sunglassing sunglasses fish does that make sense yeah, like sunglasses basically fish. getting catfish with someone wearing sunglasses is a true thing or like, like just having their face covered mm-hmm. i think you know what the hugest thing is eyes yeah the hat and the sunglasses hides the eyes no the hat the, the guy that i got hat fished by was yeah his eyes his nose and his skin was not very so his, his whole face <laughs> <on> his face <laughs> yeah oh my yeah. god i'm dying yeah what are you gonna say sorry no, I was just going to say this one guy on Instagram that I recently came across. I thought he was, like, super good looking because all his pictures had, like, sunglasses on. But yeah. then <laughs> one picture that didn't, I was just like, whoa, like, that is not what I expected under the sunglasses. Also, like, when you're on, like, dating apps, do not, do not, do not put all your photos. With friends? No. Oh. <laughs> with sunglasses? Yeah, with sunglasses. Like, don't. People do that? Yeah. Because it's just, like, honestly... Because of that one time I got hatfish, I just don't trust anything anymore. So every single time, <laughs> if, issues. when I was like on dating apps before, if I saw a guy with all his pictures with sunglasses on, I was like, nope, I'm not swiping for sure because you can't trust the sunglasses. Can't trust it for sure. Oh my God. You want to know a funny story though? So there was this one guy that I, this was like when I first downloaded Hinge and basically like the first guy I talked to, he's been catfished before and we were talking and (laughs) it was so funny because I was actually studying with Angie at this time and he wanted um to confirm no he wanted to confirm that like Katie is not catfishing yeah like I wasn't catfishing him so I told my brother to fucking send a photo of himself (laughs) with half of his face right and then I sent it to him and he was like oh my god like is that actually you because He's just like he it's looks like so like manly, down, yeah. Down angle too, <laughs> yeah. And then I sent it to him, and then I, I like joked around, but obviously like I ended up sending a actual photo of me, and he's like, "Oh my god, I actually got scared because I got catfished before." So catfishing is like a serious thing. He even said he was thinking of whether or not to reply to you. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I was actually about to block you just then and right there and then. Yeah, right there and then. Yeah. But Judy, have you ever been catfished or no? I don't think so in that sense where I'm trying to look for a partner and I'm like, oh, whatever, because. I've obviously been in a relationship, but then I'm getting catfished in the past few days, actually, because there's this girl who messaged me on Instagram, and her name is, like, Jessica, and it's, like, a picture of an Asian girl, and she typed me a message, and it was super, like, girly, like, the way she typed, like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, like, just wanted to say I think you're really beautiful, and, like, I don't think you're going to reply to this, but, like, I just wanted you to have a really good day, like, really girly, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a nice message, so I replied, I was like, oh thank you so much and then they started like talking to me more yeah but started talking like a dude oh it was like Like hitting on you no no not hitting on me but it was like you busy right now um can i ask you something are you gonna be open-minded though like that because i was with peter already 
and he checked out this Jessica girl's profile and obviously like she had no mutuals and it was just like a picture of an Asian girl but like the following ratio was like 2,000 to 300 mm. that, that type of thing and it was private yeah and then they like double messaged me afterwards even Peter was like oh no girl would be like you busy right now kind of thing you know what I mean it's like mostly when a guy oh, is like trying to talk oh. to you like you busy yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they like double messaged just like oh do you work out and then I was like, is there a reason why you're asking me this? Because I could have just not replied, but I wanted to see what they were trying to get. Because what if it was a girl kind of mm-hmm, thing? Mm-hmm. And then um, they're just like, oh, nothing. You just have a really nice body. After I was like, oh, thanks. And then they reply again. So do you work out? I, I like didn't reply. And they're like, oh, you still there? So I feel like it was a guy um, trying to like get some pictures or like something out of it yeah but yeah that's like the only catfish. that's so creepy yeah. i know like that's... the fact that they go to those measures yeah. to just like talk to someone yeah, yeah for sure it's messed it's up super creepy yeah. yeah all right so the next one we have is do you believe in soulmates i would say yes i definitely do i feel like there is a person for you out there that is like super compatible but Honestly, though, I don't think soulmates is just your significant other. I feel like you could have soulmates that are also your friends. Can you give a... Like, I know what a soulmate is, but I've never really seen a definition on what a soulmate is. Can you guys explain to me? I'm going to summarize what I think it is. Yeah, what do you think it is? Because, like, I have an idea, but I've never put it into words or, like, tried to define it. So, can't really answer fully. I guess... Okay, Google says... Says. Says. <laughs> a person ideally suited to another as a close friend or romantic partner, which doesn't really give us much information. <laughs> no, soulmate, urban dictionary. Okay. I feel like soulmate is like this person you're meant to be with. Or like having your life. Yes, or having your life. Okay, so urban dictionary says basically, you will meet your soulmate when the souls are ready to meet. Fate and destiny contribute to the <laughs> romantic bliss and happiness or blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. So basically like something that's meant to be. You're meant to be in each other's lives or you're meant to be together, that kind of thing. Do you believe in soulmates? I don't know. Do I? I think I do. It's hard for me to answer this question because I'm like, I want to say yes, but then I feel like some of my like things that I believe in kind of contradicts that. I can't give an example right now as to like like what exactly, but... Wait, so soulmates, are they like people who think and feel the same as you in everything? Like you guys are just 100% compatible or like there's a difference, but you... I don't know how to, I don't know. I don't think when I think about soulmates, I don't attribute it to like your personalities matching. It's more like you're meant to be in each other's lives. Like even if you're different or like if you're like completely opposite. Like, like you guys just complement each other. Like you complement each other in majority of the aspects of your life, I feel like. Like for example, I feel like we're soulmates. I agree with that. Yeah. Angie doesn't agree. No, I agree. But, <laughs> no, I agree. But I'm just like the way that Katie said that. I feel like the way that she thinks soulmate is the definition that what I think. Oh, it's different. Are. Like that's why I was asking you guys. Like, what's your definition? Because I feel like there's so many definitions to what a soulmate is. Yeah. Because so what Katie just said it seems like you think soulmates are people who are compatible with each other. I feel like it's just like the connection that you have too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like I don't think it's just specifically your, your significant other. I feel like you could have soulmates that are your best friends or. For I guess now that you guys are talking about it, for me, I think soulmate is just a feeling. I know that mm. sounds so ambiguous, but like the feeling that you get, like in overall, like oh yeah, like oh he's meant to be in my life, and oh yeah, we're so compatible. Like everything together is just that feeling for that one person. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of opens my mind a little when I think there's so many people in the world, right? What if there's someone, let's say, who lives in like 
Iceland. Iceland or Iceland. Iceland. They say Australia. Iceland. Iceland. But, and like, someone you don't know speaks a different language, like, so much older than you or younger than you, but your souls, like, it's, like, you guys just have never met. met. But you guys are, are Yeah, I feel like soulmates. there are people who are like that oh, out there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if we're really into, like, even horoscopes and stuff like that, like, I feel like that's kind of also on the same, like, Yeah, like, vertical. the stars align and yeah. you'll meet this person yeah. because they're your soulmate. Yeah. Or you might not even meet them, but there is someone in the world who, yeah, who is under the same star and that, like, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I do feel like, like, not to sound corny or whatever. I do feel like when me, me and Peter have talks, like, we do call each other soulmates. each other soulmates because it yeah. actually like feels like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I say it's a feeling, I feel like that's what I mean. Like, you can't really describe it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I don't really have an answer to this because I'm still very. I don't know it myself. Like, I don't know if I believe in soulmates. Like, I obviously don't know, like, what defines a soulmate, but I feel like... There is. There is one out there. Do you feel like you have to be soulmates with your significant other, though? Like, how can you be with your significant other if it's not your soulmate? Like, how does that work? Well, I feel like the person you end up being with or marrying should be technically your soulmate. Right, like, technically, right? Yeah. Like, you should, what you said, like, feel like they are, at Mm -hmm. least. But, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I feel like if I say I don't believe in soulmates, it's not that I don't believe in soulmates, like someone that's like that matches and compatible and it's like meant for you. I don't believe in the word soulmate. I don't I don't believe in def- using that word to define something. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm confused. Like I don't really yeah. know how to answer this. This is a deep question that we need more thought into. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next question. Would you guys date a guy who doesn't drive? I want to say no, but, you know, it's preferred. Like, come on, please drive, guys. It's not the fact that he can or can't drive. It's uh, it's the fact that if he's at the age we are now and he still doesn't have his license or anything, like, you can not drive for various reasons, like, oh, I'm not having my car insured right now or something like that or whatever, then that's fine. But if you're, like, 23 or over and you still don't have your license or you still don't want to actively try to be able to drive, then that's definitely, like, a turnoff for me. I feel like you're just, like, less efficient if you aren't able to drive either. But I do agree with you. It's not the fact that, like, oh, if he owns a car or he's, like, the sole owner of the car or whatnot. But it's the fact that if you just don't have the ability, I honestly probably would be a little turned off just because, I don't know. Like, even though I know how to drive and technically I could drive us around, but it's just more efficient if we're both able to drive or even have, like, the option. Like, what if we're both drunk or what if I'm drunk and I can't drive or, like, why can't we take turns to drive, like, mm-hmm. on road trips and stuff like that? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's just leading back to our old episode with, like, turn on, turn off. It just relates to being a man type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, the masculinity. Not being a bum type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. The end. All right, so for our next question. We just have a few more questions, guys. This just will be our, with us. Yeah, <laughs> this will be our second last question. So, how can I get to know Angie? She seems super chill and down to earth she is i'm actually really surprised someone said that because i think i'm the least approachable out of the three of us no i've heard feedback and like people think like you're funny on the podcast and stuff so thank you um <laughs> i don't know how to get to know me message her yeah she needs someone to take the lead so don't be like wishy-washy if you're actually into her then just fucking go for it 
Oh, I thought when I read this, I thought it was a girl that was saying. Oh, uh, I thought it was a girl that's saying it because it was a smiley face, and I feel like girl. What? I feel what? like it's a guy. Yeah, I feel like a why guy would a trying girl to get say to that. Oh, I thought it was a girl. No, why would a girl say that? I thought it was a girl trying to be my friend. No, it's <laughs> a guy. Yeah, okay, okay. Wait, so would that change anything though? Yeah, I feel like if a if it was a girl, like talk to me, message me. But if it's a guy, like don't message me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Whoa. message me. Classic, classic, classic. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm trying to be more open to meeting new people. That's why, like, I'm saying if it's a girl, you could go ahead and message me. I'm going to try to be your friend. If it's a guy, like, don't message me. <laughs> Even though I just said I'm trying to be more open, but... Why? Why can't a guy message you? Yeah, this girl keeps saying she's, like, oh, well... I want to be in a relationship. Like, yeah, like, oh, I'm yeah. so single, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, like, you're not doing anything to put yourself out there <laughs> yeah like, literally you're just fucking complaining and you're not doing anything and now that there's potentially a guy who's saying oh how can i get to know her it's like don't message me <laughs> yeah like you don't know who he is or like what he has to offer like you who knows what if he's like the super cool guy and you just like you're missing your chance yeah. because you're not letting him shoot his shot yeah i think angie's problem is is that she's scared of rejecting other people no, like I, if, if she doesn't have that connection with you no, I she think, just feels bad I think I'll feel awkward knowing that your motive is to get to know me in a relationship wise yeah. I feel awkward because like if I'm not yo it's been so long I don't even know how to flirt or talk to anybody so it's hard for me to, to keep a conversation up that's what okay, I'm so I guess, afraid of yeah so I guess the tip would be like just try to be her friend first and then well, we don't even know if this person has a motive to date you or not. Yeah, but like, you're right. You're right. But like, <laughs> they're fucking like, they're just like they literally just you. want to be their friend, like her friend. Then yeah, just freaking just be her friend. Yeah, but be my friend. I'm down. Obviously, don't like try to take her away from us because that's not gonna happen. But yeah, I'm, yeah. But the thing is, like, when guys message nowadays, is it purely just with the intention of being friends? Like, I don't get that because. At this day and age, I feel like if you're messaging a girl and you're talking to her, it's just you have intentions or motives or, like, you're talking even as friends, you have the intention of wanting to get to know her because you potentially see her as a partner. Yeah, see, that's that's what I think, too. Like, because this generation nowadays, like, that's what, like, messaging people, like, DMing people is really all about, right? It just mm-hmm. comes with that expectation that someone, if a guy is, like, DMing you, just, like, oh, you automatically think... Well, honestly, though, like... I have people who, like, reply to my stories that are just, like, male friends. And I don't think of it as anything, too. Like, I don't think they're trying to, like... That's different, Oh, yeah, that's different. I would, like, casually reply back. Replying is different than actually starting a conversation and, like, keeping up that conversation. And trying to get to know you Mm -hmm. type of thing. Yeah, honestly, I just feel like if you have the intentions of having that romantic connection, then I feel like you should just state it to begin with. And if you don't, then, like, okay, maybe you just don't. Yeah, that leads us to our next question. Should guys DM girls on social media for dating? Would you guys be open to it? Well, we I guess we just heard Angie's, <laughs> we just heard Angie's opinion. How about you, Katie? I mean, I feel like I would be open to it, but I think I would be open it only because it's pretty hard to get someone's number nowadays too unless you're meeting them in person and then like asking them for their number. But you could start off on social media, but honestly, if you're not taking it off social media, I just don't think of it as anything more. How about you, Judy? What do you if you were single? Actually, no. This is in general. What do you think? Do you think guys should message girls like on social media to try to? Yeah, your opinion on this. I think it's all about the approach. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's all about the approach. Like you can either come off as a too much, b too creepy. <gasps> 
three all these negative negative. (laughs) or or three like sincere but you can be oh sorry i don't know it's a combination of the approach and also the first impression of you because the only thing she can really judge you for is your profile your profile so obviously it's gonna be very shallow at first right like Mm -hmm. if she's initially attracted to you regardless of the approach i think it might work yeah but I then agree. if she isn't attracted to you, then regardless of your approach, I think it's not going to work. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, really, it really depends on if she has that, like, yeah. initial attraction. I think that's all sure. that matters. Like, unless you're, like, a really good-looking guy and you come off really bad, then it's going to be a no. But if you're... I don't know. I feel bad for saying this. If you have that minimum threshold for her, I feel like it will be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Not to be shallow or anything, but that's just the how reality. I see it. The yeah. reality of it. Yeah. yeah. I agree too. Mm-hmm. All right, so that wraps up and concludes the end of the girl experience. One. Yeah. Just kidding. Oh, girl experience. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah, the girl experience. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us with our first season and listening to all 10 episodes. Yeah, 10 damn weeks, guys. 11, yeah. 11 episodes, including our introduction. Oh, oh true. yeah. Right. Yeah, we've actually come a long way because starting with our intro and our first Q&A episode, I think we had to record that around five, six, seven times. Yeah, and we had so much struggle with audio and like yeah. editing and like when we were editing in the beginning, like it was so hard to edit because we our speech and like our talking was just so bad. I know, we're still working on it, but yeah. like if you heard us before, it was like, 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 like. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better now, so yeah and we'll come back with season two with like better stuff better content hopefully and more than one mic <laughs> yeah more than one mic a better setup <laughs> and maybe some, some guest, yeah, stars. Some guest stars yeah, yeah and you can an- anticipate that yeah taking applications yes yes yeah actually though if you guys are interested in joining the podcast not joining the podcast we don't need three. another co-host <laughs> um guest yeah. starring in the podcast please message us we'll take applications we will have to do an interview to see if you guys qualify to become <laughs> a guest star on this show or this, podcast this whole long super process yes. yeah but we i've actually had so many people who, like asking for shout outs too like oh can i get a shout out in your podcast okay give it give them all now should i really yeah just do it all right shout out to my cousin's boyfriend freddie hi freddie hi freddie hi freddie <laughs> thanks for listening to all our episodes thank you so much um Honestly, just thank you for everyone who's been listening to every single episode, even when we're not talking about our sexual fantasies. Yeah, like, so you you are are the the real real ones. ones. Exactly. Because the ones where we're talking about some juicy gossip or tea, like, obviously, everyone's going to listen to that. But, like, the other ones, when we do have views and people are telling us, oh, this was a great episode, it really makes us feel like the work is worth it. Yeah. We love hearing the feedback from you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, one girl, she sent us a message and was like, oh, um... I listen to your guys' podcast every Thursday morning when I'm going to work and it's like the highlight of my week. And like that made us smile and we just felt so fuzzy and like, oh my God, so cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm giving one more shout out to Ryan David Mew. Shout out to um, Melissa. Oh yeah. Oh, yes, Karina. Karina, Marcus, Terry. Yes. Yeah, you guys. Thank you. Shout out to Peter. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Peter's <laughs> always been shout out yeah. yeah. too. Shout out to um, Darren because you're ugly. Just kidding. <laughs> Katie, any shoutouts? My shoutouts? I don't know. Shout out to... Oh, I Veronica! Oh, yeah. Veronica, thank you, Veronica. Oh. But yeah, shout out to Veronica or just everyone that has been helping us get the word out, giving us feedback every single week and just like engaging with us in general. Like everything that you do, like commenting, liking, sharing, 
everything that you do actually goes a long way. So yeah, thank mm-hmm. you very much, everybody, for lasting this long. Okay. Anyways, thank you so much. We'll see you. We don't know when, but we'll see yeah, you. We don't know how long of a break we'll be taking, but we need, not a, too long, yeah, but we need a little vacation. Yeah. And we need to plan out season two. So yeah, hopefully it won't be too long, but stay tuned for season two. Bye. Bye.